Hello, everyone, and welcome to. We could call this. I'm no longer. I'm not as hurt. I'm not as hurt. I'm still kind of hurt. <laughs> but for the sake of the episode, yeah, not not hurt as much. With fucking Steve from Frankie Culture. Yeah. Cutthroat Cody. Yeah. yeah. Carbo throwing Cody. Yeah, man. I mean keto 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 time Cody. Cato. <laughs> Cato. Yeah. Cato from Green Hornet? We're, <laughs> we're going to nail it down before the uh, end of this episode. We'll figure it out. <laughs> it would be um, a Simon Dean type gimmick where you come out and just just shame everybody for eating hot dogs. I Well, I mean, the hot dogs aren't the bad thing. It's the bun. The, it's the goddamn bread. The hot dog. Yeah, it's the bread itself. I mean, I, I rely on hot dogs from time to time. Oh, yeah. 7-Eleven's uh, cheeseburger bites. Dude, those are so good. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> They shouldn't be as good as they are. Yeah. They are actually really good. I actually had one today. And they're legit kind of hard to find. Yeah. Like, not every 7-Eleven has them. You have to, like, kind of go out hunting for one. I I actually stopped at a couple different 7-Elevens today because, uh, as you know, I'm a little bit of a retro gamer. Oh, yeah. And during a move, I had to get rid of my old CRT. So I've been desperately searching for another CRT, and I finally found one. So I was running around town all day, and I got super hungry. <laughs> and out of all the 7-Elevens I stopped at today, I saw one. That it, which is crazy. Yeah. And, like, and out of everything else, like, yeah, that's, like, my go-to, like, emergency thing. And also, <laughs> like, uh, Double Devils from in and out with no Oh, one. yeah. And then Protein Style, of course. And same thing with uh, Wendy's. Wendy's is always a good bet. We were talking about that a little bit earlier. Which is great. Like, because you informed me that Wendy's, no additives yeah, no to their ad- meat. No additives in their meat. Now, I can't tell you about anything else <laughs> in the world. What about uh, that that awesome sauce they put on there? The, uh, I couldn't tell you. I, I normally do everything without the sauce. You probably don't find that in nature, I'm going right. to guess. I think there's some uh, supernatural ingredients in there somewhere. But I, Dave Thomas, and they have Dave Thomas embalmed, just dripping oh fluids. Oh my god! That would, oh man, that's a horror movie. Be written, right? He didn't die ten years ago. They've got him tied up. Absolutely, but yeah, it, the um, the keto diet is definitely something that I I'm thankful that it, it it's kind of popular right now. So oh yeah, it's super easy to find things like on the go. Um, more products are being released and it's very similar to Atkins so which was low carb but um, to do keto properly you have to really pay attention to your macros count which um, I downloaded an app called Carb Manager I heard that there's also another one called My Fitness Pal so my like My Fitness Pal um, so I used to not always be a blob I lost like like 75 pounds years ago at this point. But I use my fitness pal. And it's really good for like calorie counting. Yes. I don't I don't know if I could necessarily turn it in because I feel like when you're doing keto, you need like almost a personalized keto app. Yes, and the, the uh, card manager for like when you download it, you can actually pick and choose um how high you want your fat percentage to go, how low you want your carb percentage, and what you want your uh, daily caloric intake at. And the goal with a uh, keto is high fat, moderate protein. I'm trying to see, because uh, I used an app a 
the fuck was it called? I'm not. I'm being rude, but I, no, no, oh, no, it's no, just it's, it's just keto keto app is all it's called. Keto app. That's oh, there's fucking carb manager. Yeah, carb manager. I I enjoy. Um, Do you have I, to pay? Uh, no, you don't. No have to shit. Pay. Like, you, I mean, it suggests that you pay, but you don't. It's like uh, WinZip. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I, I'd rather not donate to you, Winzip. Uh, I mean, I, it's a very useful program. Yeah. But it's free, except they just try to trick you into. Uh, yeah, for it. I'm not going to give you $3. Today. It's, yeah, it's not happening. So, last time you were here, it was a good. Man, it was all, probably almost a year ago. It was a year ago. Well, I stopped by to visit and say hey. Yeah. But I, I stopped by before I left for uh, the cruise ships. And uh, that was... We had a full house that day. Yeah, it was a Jesus. Nice <laughs> and the cruise ships uh, obviously did not work out. Uh, so I am back. And I will be back for good. And uh, I'm, I'm really thankful for that because when I was on the ship, I had no control of my diet. And it, it was exceedingly difficult to get my hands on quality produce. And oh, yeah. I can, I can imagine. It was very difficult. Um, and I found out that I was not cut out to be a stage <laughs> magician. Um, nor a stage magician's assistant. So you kind of learn things the hard way in life. But since I've been back um, in town, uh, I... I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, okay, well, I, I'm coming back to professional wrestling. Uh, what do I have to do? Um, being 34 years old to change my body. Cause I've, I've kept a low. You were, you were, are you 86 or 85? Uh, what do you mean? The year you were born? Oh no, I was 85. Fuck man. So, How are we? We're the same age and you, yeah. well, <laughs> of course I have a screaming child. that's well, aged oh, me like for 10 years. <laughs> Brother, I've lived my life without responsibility uh, for a very long time, and, uh, and I'll, I'll probably never have to deal with that responsibility. And that's something that let's switch just for a day. Yeah, I mean, brother, I'm, I, I will be Cole Uncle Cody for the rest of my life. And I'm okay with that. But I, I, I saw the direction that my body was going, and I'm, I really need to take into consideration what I need to do to come back better than when I left. And the rotator cuff injury uh, was problematic still. And just in general, I wanted to put on more lean muscle and possibly look into bulking. Um, so the initial goal right now is to do keto, um, which is going to take care of some uh, body inflammation and injuries of that nature. God damn it, Cody. We can, we can start again. We can start again. I had a feeling. I kept on trying to look at the levels, and any time I was talking, it was going up. Let's just start over. I fucking cut. No, I, I can uh, I can go through and oh, crank brother, it up. Just cut, restart. Trust me. <laughs> it's A-OK. -okay. So we're back. Here <laughs> yeah. we go. So before, uh, I was not plugged in. Now I'm plugged in. And anything that we talked about, is it here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. It's there. And I'll... I'll like the first like five minutes, I'm just gonna amplify it. Yeah, perfect. people won't even know. Perfect. Well, is, so um, going back to uh, the goal with keto is uh, I'm trying to cut down as much as I possibly can. Um, really focusing on stretching as well as weightlifting, 
uh, yeah, because you've been posting diet. on your Instagram a lot of almost like yoga techniques. Yes. Um, thanks to Dave Mazzani, uh, Pain Train, uh, who is a trainer at True Fusion. Uh, he oh, bounces shit. Shout around. out True Fusion. Yeah, shout out True I think, Fusion. I think April used to go to True Fusion. Yeah, it's they, 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 they're doing a 30 for 30 thing, which I, I hopped on to just to kind of learn some stuff. Uh, I took some TRX classes, battle ropes classes. Dave's um, boxing class uh, will fucking murder <laughs> you. And uh, then I also took as much as I could there for the 30 days and started incorporating that into uh, gym routine. And it's been very helpful. Uh, I've been focusing a lot on neck bridges just because I want to make sure that my neck is stronger. Um I was never really a weightlifting guy. I yeah. always did push-ups, sit-ups, and pull-ups. Now I'm trying to put an emphasis on weightlifting. Um, I'm not to deadlifts yet, but I'm going to work there. Get and some shrugs in. Absolutely. Yeah. Trying to build up uh, muscle around areas that are problematic. And then from there, after I'm done with keto, I'm going to go on to a bulk. And I actually did the math i'm gonna to have to eat like four thousand calories you come see me day. when you need to do that <laughs> absolutely but, but four thousand calories a day for like 180 days holy if shit I want to maintain a weight of 170 pounds because right now i'm fluctuating between 155 and 145 while on keto um i'm two cody's <laughs> two whole cody's i'm two yeah there there's a uh there's a, a search engine um called what's that in danzig's <laughs> and, <laughs> and you just put in measurements and it'll tell you how many danzig's it is <laughs> which is absolutely amazing <laughs> he's a he's a short gentleman he's a very small gentleman <laughs> uh he he used to lift a lot of weights and i mean one of my favorite things in the world is danzig I, oh yeah uh, the I, shit I, he did on Portlandia is like yeah. amazing. <laughs> and I'm glad that like he's finally showing that he has a sense of humor because I think embracing that, the meme. Him. <laughs> and, and he should. Yeah. Um but that's uh, yeah, what's that in Danzig's? <laughs> I I probably I don't even think I weigh one full Danzig. <laughs> like to be honest. Oh, I, yeah. There's but, no way he, Danzig has to be at least like 220 cuz yeah. he's he's short but he's he's stocked. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But between Danzig and Henry Rollins, which, by the Fuck, way, dude, I, I I don't even understand Henry Rollins. You don't understand Henry Rollins, like just how he's a human being. Um, like he fucking just looks amazing. He, he popped up like on my Instagram because he he everybody has a podcast, obviously he does now. Don't right? let anybody. He's had one for a minute with some chick. I didn't I didn't necessarily like look look into it, but it's he's his personal assistant. Yeah, he still looks like great. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And I think that that comes from him starting a weightlifting routine at a young age. Yeah. And, and just buying vinyl all the time. <laughs> absolutely. Like, I mean, he spends his money probably on, like, protein replacement uh, shakes and bars and uh, listens to vinyl. His, uh, I went to one of his spoken words in Michigan. And it was amazing. And I, there, there's a, uh, there's a a lovely lady that I know right now that uh, has the has had the opportunity I think to meet Rollins twice. I definitely want to meet him for sure. Oh yeah, uh, I've I've definitely been listening to a lot of his stuff and I've discovered that he has become like my personal Jesus. Oh, dude, he, he's super like relatable. 
and, and but he's like super super famous right and like his shit about like not like getting married and not having kids and why and it's like obviously i'm not in that boat but it's like right such a good stance and the reasoning is like sound right like there's some people that are just like fuck i never want to get married never want to have kids fuck that blah 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 but he like has good reasonings and yeah and super fucking smart and i i was kind of on that path to begin with anyway without even like really buying too much (laughs) stock into uh him as a person like i when i was younger i remember seeing uh beavis and butthead and the liar yeah. music video yeah. um <laughs> they were riffing on and i thought i'm like oh yeah that's a cool song and then when i i went through a breakup and then i ended up listening to that song again and then i ended up listening to low self-opinion and then just the whole entire album uh into silence i went and i bought that on vinyl specifically <laughs> and i did push-ups until i couldn't do push-ups anymore <laughs> and yeah so henry rollins i attribute very much so to uh my recent venture into uh fitness do you want a water uh i'm okay for now okay i'm okay thank okay. you okay um, um, Andy did a voice on Batman the Animated Series. Yes, like you can't beat that. <laughs> yes, and that—that's another thing too. He actually has a story about auditioning for Death to Smoochie. <laughs> yeah, and he, he was supposed to be Spinner. I was gonna say he's not in that. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, he didn't get the part. And I don't want to spoil anything here, but please feel free to look that up. That um, movie is great. It, it one of my favorites. Yeah. of all time. Robin uh, Williams, Ed Norton. Yes, Uh, and it was written and directed by Danny DeVito. (laughs) So, I mean, and especially now, I think that the movie came out before its time. Oh, yeah, that movie, fuck, man. That movie's got to be at least, like, 19 years old, maybe? Yeah, I remember going to see it in the theater, and there was two... It's going to drive me crazy. ...pretty gorgeous girls that were running out of the theater and actually told me don't go in there. It's not what you're expecting. And I fucking went in anyway. <laughs> right. And I'm glad that I did. Uh, 2002. 17 yeah. years ago. I'm glad that I went in. Oh, yeah. Uh, and well, I wonder what they were expecting. I have no clue. But it was everything that I wanted and more. Like, yeah. that movie, I, I cannot tell you the amount of, uh, I, I would like to call them prospects, um, <laughs> that I have forced to watch that movie. And maybe that also explains why I am currently single is because I try to make these girls watch things like Def to Smoochie and play fucking Tetris. So, uh, when April and I were first in the throes of our relationship, um, I have a friend, John Marcali, who he and I met through trauma. Okay. Uh, I was going through and doing horror movie conventions. Hell yeah. Um, which I also got into because of a girl that didn't work out for whatever, but I continued doing it. Like the, the organizers really liked me and I love, like I love them. Um, and so John Mark came to see me here in Vegas and brought uh, Ant Farm Dick Hole. Yeah. Which is about <laughs> ants that live in a guy's dick hole. Fantastic. And uh, April walked in and we were watching it and she didn't like run out the other way. And I was like, oh, all right. She's like, Keep there on. you go. She's going to hang out. Yeah. She's yeah. going to hang out. There you was... coming in? We're talking about Ant Farm. Hey, bud. What Sp- you doing? Special guest Oliver. Absolutely. April. <laughs> he's, good. He, he's hiding now. And there was a. 
recently I went down to Zia Records and we're ha- very professional here, Cody. And we have nothing. children on the podcast. He he's just hanging out. He's having a good time. Uh, I think for me, Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. It's a fan. <laughs> Is that funny? But, so. Yeah, so mad. Sergeant Kabuki Man oh, NYPD. Dude, fuck yeah. Yeah, I, I saw a copy of that on DVD and I I didn't I didn't buy it, but I might have to go back to pick it up. So um <laughs> he is very Poor guy. He he's very mad. I'm going to hear about that later. Yep. Um <laughs> every time I go to like sell all my movies, I can't like I can't give up like I can't sell the trauma stuff. Right. And but I know like I could Literally send a text and get get it back again. Of course, <laughs> like and that's super awesome quick that you have access to that yeah. library because some of that stuff is pretty hard to find. Oh, um, like the shit goes out of print super quick now. Uh, I Cannibal the Musical. They did like a two disc set for that, yeah. and that, from what I ascertained, is hard to find. You should see before you leave. We should just see what I have. Nice because uh, we're very uh, Marie Koto in this house lately. Nice, like just. Get it the fuck out. Get yeah, it the fuck out. I, I'm in that mode right now. Yeah, but I, I think I have multiple copies of Cannibal, Redneck Zombies, okay. which is a fucking classic. So good. Um, Any of the Toxic Avengers? Yeah. Oh, I think I have them like multiple times. Absolutely. And then all the uh, Nukem High movies. I don't have the newer one. Like, he just did one <clears throat> that came out maybe five years ago. I don't think I've seen it. So much. There you go. Okay. <laughs> he uh did you see Poultrygeist? I did see Poultrygeist. So he he goes back to that well a lot, Lloyd Kaufman, um, the director of both of those films. Yes. And uh so like Mark and I actually wrote like a script for a new Toxic Avenger. Oh no. And Lloyd was just like it seemed like he was just having everybody do it. Right. And like we yeah. We kicked out a whole script. That's amazing. <laughs> Nothing ever happened. <laughs> oh man! But I mean, instead, he still... made yeah, he made that Nukem High movie, right? Um, and now, fuck, he's making like Shakespeare Shitstorm. Nice. I think is his next movie. I'm I'm all for yeah. it. I'm all for it. Or is the audio levels okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're... yeah. As long as we're picking up. But so I. I love all that stuff, and unfortunately, like, I did have to let go of a lot of things before I left the country. Like, I sold all my comics. I sold yeah. all my DVDs. You're having a fire sale. Yeah. All your video games. <laughs> a literal fire yeah. sale. Uh, oh, my God. Arrested Development is another amazing thing. <laughs> oh, my God. They're having a fire sale. <laughs> oh, the burning. Uh, so I, I got rid of all that stuff, and, you know... I'm actually better off without it. Like I, I feel like I, I spent a little bit too much time lugging these things around. Oh yeah. And I still have some, some cutting that I need to do for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I still have my retro gaming habit. Good. Uh, which is going <clears throat> to be, um, I've got, I think one more big project that I want to do. And that big project would be to, replace the um cd drive in my sega saturn with a optical drive i love the sega saturn oh yeah and uh, i specifically was looking for that crt today so i could play police knots (laughs) because i have a copy uh english patched so i plan on playing police knots tonight (laughs) i uh 
it sucks because I remember getting a Sega CD, but like not fully understanding like what I had. Right. <laughs> Those time. things are going for fucking buku bucks yeah. now. And it, like buku I had, bucks. <clears throat> so level up was maybe about a month ago. Yeah. And just like walking around. It, Level Up was really good, but it was so much more anime than video games. That right. They kind of need to change the name at this point. Right. Because um, there was like maybe two or three retro game vendors. Okay. Um, but fuck. I just thought about it. I bought No Mercy for like $5. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> the only problem with No Mercy is, though, is that it has the glitch on the cart that will erase the save data. Oh, yeah. And that's a major pain. Yeah. Uh, I... I'm a big fan of the EverDrives. Um, those are the cartridges that will load the ROMs off the SD card. No shit. Yeah, so I highly recommend looking into those because they any cartridge-based system, you can find them for. And I'm not encouraging piracy. <laughs> well, uh, no, as long as you own the copy. Just as long as you own the actual game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, like, here's another thing, too, is that that argument has come up um, a little bit uh, amongst people, a lot of this stuff is never going to be re-released. No, and it's even it, it's becoming more of an issue now um, with like the Ouya store. Yes, I mean it's not it's not a, a prime example of it, but a lot of those games, like if you want to play Fantastic Frog, yeah, you're never going to be able to find it. Like they're completely completely shutting it down. Like all service to it is over. Like that shit's just gone now. Yeah, and it's, I I I have a heart uh like a place in my heart for dead media. Oh yeah. Um, and even like there's so many things that were released during the VHS rental days that none of that shit's going to get no. converted over to a digital format. It, it didn't yeah. even make it to DVD. <laughs> so, and that's something that for the sake of the preservation of it, uh, I, I understand giving the developers their money and I understand that, but now like the poaching on eBay is ridiculous. If you want to play Panzer it's, Dragoon Saga, you got to pay like 375 fucking dollars. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There's, there's no way. And it's it's something that it, I want to play that game. Yeah. And if if Sega decides to re-release it, I will buy it. When they re-release Knights, I bought it. <laughs> when they re-release Shenmue One and Two, I bought it. Yeah. Like, and they're they're redoing Shenmue again. Yeah. And, and it got it got pushed back. It again. got pushed back, which <laughs> I'm I'm totally for. Like, I mean, push you it. are right. Like, we've already waited how many years for it? Yeah. And it Do, was they yeah they announced that the remake. At E3 like four years ago. Yeah, I yeah. and, and it was it, it was crowdfunded. Yeah, same thing with it wasn't crowdfunded, but it's much like um, Last Guardian. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Last Guardian was took forever. Took forever, and like the second that that game was announced, I I was invested, and then the second the game came out, I bought it. Yeah. So, but in the meantime, if I want to play Panzer Dragoon Saga. I'm going to play Panzer Dragoon Saga. <laughs> One way or another. Because Sega is not going to get that $375 that Neckbeard no. is going to take <laughs> for it. It's not going to be a thing. Yeah. So uh, thank you, fuck you, bye, to quote Jim Cornette. <laughs> and, uh, so, motherfucker. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, that, that's one thing for sure. I, 
I definitely I'm gonna hold on to that habit as long as I can. Well, and and it's interesting the parallels of like trying to be like a toy collector. Yes. It's the same fucking deal. Yes. Like these fucking imprints <laughs> that show up at Target like the day they're opening and harassing staff for like a Funko Pop. Right. It like completely took the joy out of it for me. Yeah. Like and I just don't even feel like I'm not gonna pay three hundred dollars on eBay and I'm not gonna wake up at four in the morning and go wait at Target like Fuck I, now I I unfortunately professional wrestling has uh has definitely uh taught me some valuable life lessons about being a fucking carny. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to say that I haven't flipped anything either but I'm doing my best oh, not no, to do Oh no, I totally that yeah. <laughs> uh because it, it is kind of shitty. Yeah. Like it, it's definitely kind of shitty. It, like and so the things that I've flipped lately it hasn't been with the mindset of, I'm going to go flip this. Right. It's, I'm walking in Walmart and I see, like, oh, a Chase Jean Grey Funko Pop. I'm going to take it up to Brad's and just fucking sell it. Right. And be done with it. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, I need to fucking find this so I can sell it. And I need, like, it's not, it's not my. My revenue. Normally, my my intention is is that especially now that I'm older, I have a hard time parting with my money. So if yeah. if I know that something has value and I can sell it for an equal value to then buy the exact same thing, <laughs> and like I mean the Super Nintendo Classic Mini, yeah. I bought two, and the one that I sold, I ended up being able to pay for the one that I kept. Yeah, and that's about all that I <laughs> did with it, and I I didn't run a scam on it. Other than the fact is that I didn't really want to have to pay for it. Yeah. So, and it worked out in my favor. Those were so, like, sought after yes. at first. And then now, like, if you go to a super pond, there's, like, seven of them. Yeah. It's and, crazy. Well, because, I mean, once again, like, they fl- like they flooded the market um, with, uh, I shouldn't say flooded the market. They released a limited amount. Everyone picked them up and then flipped them and then they re-released them and then everybody else tried to buy in yeah. and then nobody ended far up too buying late. <laughs> again. So, and I, like I said, I got two um, on launch date, the first launch, and I sold the one and it was enough money to pay for my second one and give me a tank of gas and something to eat. <laughs> so, thank you very much, Nintendo. Right. So, but I'm trying, I, I am trying not to do shit like that anymore. As a as like a retro gamer, what do you think about all those like retro niche systems that are coming out? I personally think that they're they're awesome. Um, I I think that Nintendo did it right with the NES and the SNES Classic. Um, PlayStation definitely dropped the ball. Man, those those bombed quick. But um, if you're willing to go inside and tinker with those, oh yeah, you can definitely have some fun with them. Yeah. And then I also... And I just wanted for Grand Theft Auto. Like, the original course. Grand Theft Auto, like, the top-down Grand Theft Auto, yeah. you, it's, like, fucking impossible to find. Right. There's, like, a, like a Flash version on some website that I was found, and I'm like, this, it's still fucking way too difficult. Yeah, and that's that's something that they, they really dropped the ball with the PlayStation 1 Classic, but like I said, if... If you have enough time to watch YouTube videos, oh, you yeah, can yeah. find out how to crack those things like a fucking egg. Yeah. And you make a pretty badass omelet. Well, it's uh, like uh, like a fire stick at yes. this point. Yes. <laughs> Nobody's and, paying for anything around this house anymore. <laughs> right. And, and that's one of those things. Like, I mean, I don't even have enough time 
to even download anything to watch it anyway. Like, I think that I I have a genuine interest in watching Swamp Thing. Like, not to go too far off of the the retro gaming (laughs) topic, but I'm super stoked for fucking Swamp Because you also brought up something, and I wanted to see if you had time to watch that. Um, So you did the stage magician thing. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the Amazing Jonathan documentary yet? I haven't seen the Amazing Jonathan documentary. Somebody I, just I know posted a link uh, on Reddit yeah. for the full documentary. I can't wait to fucking watch it. Well, he's someone that I know, so if money can go to him, I'll probably yeah. make sure that he gets the money for it. Yeah. Uh, well, because I think it's I think they sold it to like Netflix or Hulu. Okay, I've got both subscriptions, yeah. so yeah. I'll I'll watch it, that. It, like he was always a favorite, and he grew up like two towns away from where I'm from. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he's legendary and I mean like it, it's unfortunate cause he's struggling yeah. like really hard. Well, and it's crazy cause I was talking to, do you know, Matt black? I'm familiar with Matt black. Isn't he a musician? He, uh, a magician, a magician. <laughs> you were close. Okay. Sorry. Um, but he's like a tall British dude. So I met him. Maybe he's, I do know him. I don't he's know. He's like Ron White's, like, he handles Ron White's VIPs. And when I was gotcha. working at Mirage, we would get Ron White. So I got to talking with him a lot. And I had even mentioned to him, like, fucking, it's crazy. Amazing Jonathan wasn't supposed to be here, like, this long. Right. No, like, he, I remember he, years ago. He did the I'm Dying tour. Yeah. Like, he did the legit I'm Going to Die Now tour. And I remember he was doing some of the freak show wrestling shows. Yeah. And his health was extremely poor. And it it is crazy. I mean, like, he's he's still kicking. Still kicking. Fucking great, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm absolutely. super amped about it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He's he's definitely fantastic. But to switch back over, uh, the so the Sega Genesis collection that's yeah. about to come out. Oh, yeah. What's awesome about that is, and here's another thing, and I'm glad that Sega did this, is um, they put a game on the console that apparently there's only six copies that exist in the fucking <laughs> world. And it's fucking Tetris. No. The it, the fucking Tengen Tetris oh, shit. apparently got pulled because of license, licensing issues. And like Sega um, coming in after the Super Nintendo and coming in after the PlayStation, for them to do that, um, you, you couldn't physically get a copy of that game if you wanted to. And once again, like there is rumored to be six in existence, <laughs> and they're saying that that's even heavily like speculatory, right? Like, it, or the heavy, it's speculated highly. So that's that's awesome. They did that. But Dengen did a lot of like shady bullshit. Bootleg. Oh, they, they, like they were the back alley fucking <laughs> Uncle Vinny that caught things off the back of fallen trucks. The like black like Nintendo cartridges. Hell I clearly yeah. remember. Hell yeah. <laughs> And so I think that Sega uh, definitely, they're getting ready to release this um, retro console, and I think that it's going to do... And like 64 games, I think, are going to be on it. It's, like it's, it's it's a good amount. Yeah, they definitely are doing it up. And then once again, you can crack that thing open like an egg. Yeah. Um, and furthermore, like if you're willing to go high-end, um, instead of getting the retro consoles, uh, Analog, uh, have you heard about that company? No. So Analog is a company that is doing FPGA um, reverse engineered 
like to be like better than the original consoles. Oh shit! It's no um, VC twin or whatever yeah. they were called. They so they they first released a Nintendo unit that was you plugged it in through HDMI, and they only did a limited run of them, and it was a high end price point. I oh, think yeah. that they sold it for like five hundred something <sighs> dollars, but then they released the uh, Super NT, or the Super Analog NT. Which was the Super Nintendo one, and that one the price point was like two fifty. Oh, perfect! And uh, all day plugs in through HDMI. Like you can mess with scaling options. Um, you can put filters on there, <laughs> and it, it, do the CRT filter. Yeah, absolutely. Like you can put the scan lines on there. Uh, you can adjust the ratio, like the screen aspect ratio. Um, it's an absolutely fantastic product. And if you get that along with a, uh, SD to SNES, um, <laughs> it, you, every single game on one cartridge, you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I own the super analog NT and they just released one for the Genesis Fuck. and the Sega NT mini. Super Nintendo was such a great system. Oh, it's, so many fucking great games. I, so many great games. I've been on a Castlevania kick. Oh shit. So I went back and I actually started with super Castlevania four. And then the um, re-release of Castlevania, uh, they did the Castlevania collection. I just, and I feel bad for saying this. I do not know how the fuck people beat the original Castlevania (laughs) without save states. Oh, yeah, dude. It's crazy. I don't get it. I remember watching my brother play it and beat it, and uh, it's so hard. Is, uh, Is Castlevania Passwords... No, no, the the very first Castlevania is no passwords. That's crazy. Now, maybe I don't know because I just play with safe states. <laughs> I, like, I, I did not accept one fucking death in that game. Like, nope, I'll, I'm just beating it to see the fucking kill screen. I don't give a shit. I just want to see Dracula's castle it's, fucking pixelate into itself. It's crazy to think about that. Like, you, Nintendo games are like so fucking difficult. Yeah. For no reason. Like, well, why are you and, so difficult? Well, a lot of the reasoning behind it was is that they weren't like really tested properly i mean like the original ninja turtles for the fucking nes is like fuck that game bugged yeah to the point where it's damn near unplayable it's april a and i watched game. uh the wizard yeah the other day and he's like playing turtles in that game and i was like you don't understand how fucking hard that game was yeah and i think i even said it on the podcast i was like you had to like go swim through water not touch any seaweed that like uh, and they're like disarm turtles. all these bombs. Yeah, it's so fucking crazy. Yeah, so crazy. A turtle should be able to fucking touch seaweed, <laughs> and that—that's one of those things. Like, it, I think that that's even cooler is with these save states in the games now. Like, a lot of these games are actually beatable. Oh yeah, and it, like you can sink your teeth into them and enjoy them instead of wanting to throw your fucking <laughs> controller through your goddamn TV. You still want? Like, I uh, I have a Switch. And they do all the like the classic games on there. Yeah. And even just like playing through there, it's like, fuck. I'm so glad like I can just save right now and shut it off and like not have to worry about it for two weeks. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers too. I love that game, but fuck. Yeah, and I I remember beating some of those games um 
back in the day but and especially now like i remember having to leave your game console on yeah like overnight and and hoping your mom didn't come in and turn it off exactly <laughs> exactly or somebody tripping over the fucking wires <laughs> oh my god it was and it, it's a new world now you yeah. know and it's it's cool that some of this stuff is being preserved but going back to what we were talking about originally not all of this stuff they're not going to re-release no mercy yeah, it's not. Going it's never. To gonna, it's never going to be backwards compatible. Like right. some of the like uh, SmackDown versus Raw games. Right. Like they'll never backwards compatible that. Right. And so it's just you need to get a PlayStation Two. Right. To, and, to fucking play it. And that's the thing too is that with emulation, you then have the option to play these games uh, in a uh, better way than you ever could. Like there's some pretty good PlayStation Two uh, PS. PS XC2 or something like that is a really good emulator. Um, when I was on the ships, I put that on my laptop and I was playing <laughs> Japanese wrestling games like nobody's business. And it, like, I mean, you can mess around with filters and scaling options and all this other stuff. You, did you uh, did you get the anything. DLC for Fire Pro? I did get the DLC for Fire Pro. And once again, like my time is not what I wish that it were. And I also... I have ADD when it comes to like paying attention to one thing for too oh, long. Yeah, yeah. I love Fire Pro. I think I turned on Fire Promoter once and then <laughs> I I still I'll go and I'll play a match every now and again and I I'm thankful that the game came out uh oh, yeah. just in general. Yeah. I'm really hoping that they use um the funds from from Fire Pro to release another King of Coliseum. Oh shit, yeah. Because that was I mean you can still go back and play King Coliseum 2, and to this day, it still holds up as a great game. What do you think of the news about uh, Ukes? Uh, the, the developing another game. Another wrestling game. And yeah. Like, I, I, I think that it's great because the uh, 2K engine is it's not, garbage. It's not the best. I mean, yeah. you can. I think that it's gotten to the point now to where they're not abysmal. Yeah, uh, but it's I, once again, if I'm going to play a wrestling game, I turn on Fire Pro or I turn on like an old wrestling game. I'm hoping that Ukes comes up because they like part of the reasoning was they have a new engine, right? Like they have stuff they want to try that like WWE is just not allowing them to. Right. So, yeah, fuck it. I don't care if I'm playing a star man like. Yeah, I just want to play a good wrestling game. Absolutely, and that's another thing too. Is like in today's day and age with the creator wrestler, yeah. you know, like that's the thing that makes Fire Pro so brilliant is that it's basically a sandbox wrestling game. Yeah, which is also kind of problematic in its own right because that's something that I found that when I play Fire Pro, like when you put in Fire Pro Wrestling D, like all the rosters were there, all the wrestlers from all over the world. All you had to do was rename them. <laughs> and you didn't even have to really rename them. You just had to download a save on your fucking VMU, and they were re- renamed. It's like but, uh, um, Maya Inca Boy in yes, Revenge, just absolutely. changing his name to The Rock. Yeah, that's all you have to do. But that, and the shame is with that is that you actually have to go through, download the wrestler, and then you have to transfer the wrestler over into the promotion. But Jesus. you have to make the promotion first, and then you have to make the stable, <laughs> and then you have to put the wrestler in. And it's like so much, it becomes overwhelming and you just don't want to do any of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's something that I think that the user interface for fire pro, I hope that they do uh, work on that a little bit because it'd be great just to download full rosters, like Americanize it a little bit for lazy people. (laughs) Right. I like, if you could just download a full roster and just download it and then it just poop 
yeah appears that'd be really cool but i mean for right now i think i've gotten as far as to i think that i've made a like i've put a few people in the new japan roster and i started making a raw roster and a smackdown roster and an nxt roster for the playstation 4 Let's take a minute to talk about PodCoin. You love podcasts. You listen to podcasts. You're listening to your favorite podcast right now. So why not get paid for listening to podcasts? PodCoin, available on the iTunes and Android Marketplace, is a simple app. Download it. Subscribe to your favorite podcast. Subscribe to this podcast, in fact. And get paid for listening. If you download PodCoin right now, and use the code Franken, you will get 300 free PodCoins just for signing up. And you can use those for Starbucks, you can use them for Amazon, or you can use them for charity. Now you accrue PodCoins virtually from any podcast you listen to. So go ahead, go download PodCoin, earn some coins, subscribe to Franken Culture, and get paid! Speaking of uh, New Japan, Cody. Yes. Someone is having their first match in New Japan, and you may have been around when that certain someone debuted for a certain federation. Oh, I, uh, what do you even a promotion? Okay, you're federation. You're you're catching me off guard right now. What's going on? John Moxley is going to have oh, his first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Japan. I I. So I think it's great. I think it's like fucking tomorrow yeah. or some shit, right? Yeah. It's very soon. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I think it's fantastic. I mean, the the fact that he wrote his contract out uh, means that he didn't have to worry about the 90-day no-compete. So yeah. Yeah. he was extremely smart about the way that he played his hand. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Did you – I'm sorry. Did you get a chance to listen to that Jericho podcast? I listened to about half of it. And it's long, boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's and long. there's a lot of grievances for sure. And that's ultimately for myself, I, I, I would love to have problems like that. Right. You know, yeah. like it, it'd, be, it'd be really cool to get bags of money to have to deal with some of that stuff. But I can also see being put into a situation like that to where um, it would be very frustrating. So, There's a certain part where he's like, you know, promos were my favorite part about wrestling. Right. And they made it so that's not. And I can totally, like, I get that. Right. You want to do something that you like, they're taking it away from you. And it's like, fuck, why am I here? Right. And like I said, he he played, he got a bad hand, but he he poker faced that shit at the table. Oh, and yeah. he played his hands like a, he played that hand like a pro. Yeah. And um, I think that especially for the timing of AEW specifically, it it made just the AEW card, um, and I'm not just saying it because I was there. I'm saying it because it felt special. Yeah, like it actually felt special. And I I had my reservations before I went into it because I watched um, All In, uh, and I I don't think that I was nearly as moved. And then being at double or nothing like that was an entirely different ball game. Oh yeah. Um, and especially, uh, Dustin Rhodes versus Cody was, uh, an absolutely stellar match. And, uh, there was some other things that happened on that card going into their TV deal, you know, which I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait just to have an option. I think that it's, it's exciting because once again, uh, 
I've never been able to get extra work for WWE. Yeah, I got, I got extra work for AEW, and I'm I'm thankful for that. It was a awesome experience, and the FSW students all got work. That's awesome. Yeah, and I that's something that we've had a few FSW guys go and do extra work for WWE, but it's only like one or two, maybe three guys that get used. But I mean, they came down to the school and yeah. Um, oh fuck. Joe posted, uh, Dustin, like signing the locker. Yeah. It was super fucking cool. And no one even knew he was going to be there. <laughs> like that's what made it even cooler <laughs> is that we were just told that, uh, there would be AEW representatives in, and it was actually one of my classes. Oh shit. And then, <laughs> Like, they walk in the room, and they, like, they didn't use the entire room, but they damn near used the <laughs> entire room. And that's something, once again, for me, uh, if there's a company like that, and they're giving more opportunities for people to get work. Yeah. Not even just for myself, but for my friends. Yeah. Um WWE there's so much amazing fucking talent in this town yes in terms of like wrestling and I and that's something that I actually firmly believe in like I mean all the credit in the world to Joe DeFalco because Joe uh made FSW what it is like we're approaching the 10 year anniversary show which is crazy because I moved here in 2008 I didn't realize like going to one of the FSW shows I thought I had been around like I thought that was the home like promotion, you yeah, know what I mean? It was in its infancy. Yeah. Uh, at that time. And we've had like so many names that have come in and have had shows with us. And uh, anytime impact wrestling comes into town, we're helping them. Anytime ring of honors coming into town, we're helping them. <laughs> like AEW comes into town. We're helping them. So WWE, they may have the, the biggest audience right now but there is definitely a shift happening and i'm thankful for it it's a it's a really good shift like no competition becomes stagnant right you need something to drive you and and, uh, and wwe has become stagnant and in ring of honor um did you see the shit that came out today about Ring of Honor? I, I know that there was some incident with Bully Ray. Yeah. yeah and that, I don't know. I don't know the entire story. But in today's day and age, like, that seems kind of preposterous. <laughs> like, like, once again, like, it's, Bully it's Ray, just so crazy. one of my favorite moments in ECW was when he nearly incited the A riot. And he's telling... Uh, fan in the front don't, row. Don't say things to the wrestlers that you wouldn't say to your mom. Right. You you told that, me to fuck my mom. Yeah. Ten you, years ago. You made a comment about how a mother and her daughter were teaching <laughs> oh each other God. how to fillet somebody. <laughs> which, so, that's one of those things, like, I, and I don't, at this point, I don't really care who hears it and says, or, like, if it even gets back to bully but i mean like that's it's crazy it's crazy to think you're about. throwing like, what the fuck stones are you doing? in a house made of glass dude. yeah like and it it makes you it makes you look like a goof yeah and well, when everybody was like quoting cornet like so many people are marks for themselves right and it's like i i don't i don't like to use terms like that um 
but yeah, fucking totally. Like, I'm not in the business. I don't like to act like I fucking know what I'm talking about all the time. Right. And throw terms. But like, yeah, dude, you're acting like a fucking mark to yourself. Like, right. you're believing your own hype. Like, fucking cool it. Right. And w- once again, like, what what's wrong with getting heat? And I mean, like, if it was something that was physical, if the fan spit at her. Yeah. If the fan tried grabbing her. her if, yeah, if, you if, you get security. If the fan did something like that, then by all means, drag him backstage and beat the <laughs> ever yeah. living fucking dog shit out of him. But if it's going to be a, a verbal spar, a ver- yeah, like this used to be a world where people would brag if somebody took a swing on him. Yeah. Like, because you were yeah. getting proper heat. I heard she get D batteries thrown at his head. Yeah. <laughs> like, and uh, I mean, I'm I'm kind of thankful that there's been some changes in the world. Oh, yeah. I, I'll say that. But the one place where you could tell someone to go fuck themselves is a professional wrestling event. Yeah. Like, that's that's like the one safe place in the world where you should be able to tell someone to go fuck themselves. And um, the... The knock itself wasn't, uh, I think it, I don't, I, apparently the line was is like, you're fucking some fat bully or something yeah, like that. Fat turd. Yeah. Fat bully. turd named bully. Yeah. Like that's, that's one of those things like, uh, yeah. In the, in a, in a context of like, you're at a grocery store and if you say that to somebody, yeah. if you say that and there's not a professional wrestling ring around, you're an asshole, you're an asshole, <laughs> you know, and then you deserve to be called out. Yeah. But if you say that we're a fucking wrestling ring and they like, and she was like going after you. Right. Totally. And not only that, but like, I, I love getting people to hate me yeah like i mean fucking tell me whatever the fuck you want to tell me man you want a reaction yeah no reaction is the worst fucking thing you ever have and i think that wrestling fans uh in general have become uh too forgiving for what's going on inside of the ring and i think that wrestlers have become too sensitive (laughs) to what some fans are still capable of saying yeah like there used to be chants at ecw of you're a crack whore (laughs) Like they would chant, make my pizza to fucking little Guido. And that's, that's the one thing is like, CW was great. Yeah. And it is nothing fucking sacred anymore. Like, I mean, that's, that's the one place in the world where you can verbally just fucking roast and heckle somebody. Yeah. You do that at a comedy show. Like you can't get away with it. Like, and you shouldn't because they're there to perform. That will throw them off. Of their performance. Yeah. But if somebody's like, I remember um, one of the things that people used to heckle me with was come throat Cody. <laughs> and I would just fucking laugh. I didn't like, you know, that that, that that's uh, insensitive towards a uh, certain sexual. There's um, kids in the preference. crowd. There's kids in the crowd. And I don't believe that that's an appropriate thing to say. Now, if you if you. If you will allow me to continue pretending like I'm an asshole, fuck yeah, dude. Say whatever the fuck you want to, and all I'm going to do is I'm going to look at you and fucking smile. Like, get the fuck over it, It's your dad's cum. Right, exactly. (laughs) Whatever the fuck else I could fucking say. Like, that's the thing is, is that I... I just, I heard that, and it's like, man, where the fuck is this going? It's so crazy. Yeah. And that's the shit I can't wait, like... I'm sure Cornette will just fucking 
bust a, a blood vessel. <laughs> oh, I, I hope so. And I hope that Cornette doesn't show any favoritism because if he's like a friend of bullies or anything like that, I don't think that he would. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope that he does fucking bust a blood vessel because out, out of all the things, and I love Cornette, but out of all the things that he busts a blood vessel over. Oh, and, yeah. You know, yeah. there's there are some things that I feel like that, that shouldn't be said in certain aspects but once again it, it's a fucking wrestling show yeah like that and i'm not trying to say that people should be throwing racial slurs yeah. or things like that but once again wrestling fans used to chant show your tits do i think that that's a good thing not necessarily but at the same time like well it depends on who we're chanting it, so. well, it, it there you go <laughs> but that's that like that that was like an integral an integral part of professional wrestling was yeah. just like some really salacious fucking verbiage yeah you know in, in especially like uh like an independent wrestling show or like a smaller show like it's not like ring of honor was at t-mobile Right. It was obviously at a place where you could hear shit that was going on. Like, you need to be on your fucking A-game improv. Right. Like, you need to fucking be ready right. for shit like that. Like, if he says, like, you bang that fat turd bully Ray, then, yeah, you say, well, his dick's bigger than your leg. Like, come back with fucking something. Don't, right. like, go back and cry about it. Like, right. For fuck's sake. And, that, and once again, that's the thing in, in today's day and age. Well, then, then if people aren't getting proper heat... You know, yeah, that's a really good point too. Like, yeah. so you're you're going to tell the crowd not to react <laughs> right. to heels and faces. Yeah, what would the appropriate response would be? I I generally don't like you as a person, <laughs> and I think that your choice and sexual preference is wrong, and that the partner that you are with currently at this moment in time is undesirable. <laughs> like, do you like? Do we need to like? Uh, I'm going to form this in a strongly worded letter and I'm going to mail it to you. Dear sir or madam (laughs) to whom it may concern. Like, come on, man. Like that's, that's just bizarre to me. Like I said, if it were a physical interaction, if he dropped like something that was so offensive, like totally, uh, obviously people shouldn't be saying anything racial. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I, I guess in today's day and age, man, like you just really don't know like what you can say or do or get away with. So you have to be, everyone needs to be nicer to the, the heels. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> don't, don't actually take their feelings into account before you call them whores. Yeah. Well, and I mean, at that point they're wrestling for golf claps. Yeah. They're not wrestling for genuine reactions. <laughs> like that's, that's insane. That's insane. So yeah, ring of honor. Um, that's a thing. But, yeah, we got totally off track. Um, no, it's okay. AEW. AEW, yes. Uh, hopefully it's extremely successful. Like, I mean, it's gotten it's gotten a lot of people jobs. Uh, people that would not have had opportunities before are now getting opportunities. And uh, hopefully, like I said, it's successful. Well, and I saw um, Jake the Snake... Posted a bunch of like that his students were involved in like the the Jericho entrance. Yeah, well, that's fucking super cool. The, so they used like the, the, so Jake's school and our school is integrated now. Okay. Oh shit. Yeah. So that's that. So I can learn from you and Jake. Absolutely. Oh fuck. Absolutely. 
Uh, feel free to come on down. Sixty thirty five Harrison Drive, uh, and classes normally run Monday through Friday. Uh, starting anywhere from uh, four to five, and it goes on until I can't physically move anymore. <laughs> so I normally train classes on Wednesdays and Thursdays, but it's probably going to just go down to Thursday as we're getting ready to go into the anniversary show. I'm fucking hyped for the anniversary yeah. show. I uh, it's going to be a semi following reunion uh, against the Hater Nation. That's the match that I'm in. I know that the uh, main event is going to be Killer Cross versus Chris Bay. And I believe people no, fucking love Killer Cross, dude. Uh, he, I, I, and I'm. He's a Vegas success story for I'm sure. Gonna sound super ignorant. I know nothing about him. So like, he having a kid, like he's almost three now. It's like completely took me out of oh of everything. Well, he, <laughs> but he, I know he's like. Is he TNA champion? Um, I don't. I I don't know if he's TNA Impact. champion right now, but he does work for Impact. Yeah. He just had a. Um, a street fight with Eddie Edwards, I believe. Oh shit! Uh, I still haven't seen the match, but yeah, he he's a Vegas guy. Like he came into the Future Stars Wrestling School not that long ago. Uh, not to brag, I am the first person to take the Doomsday Saito from <laughs> Kevin. Um, everyone's really proud of him. Uh, other matches on the card is uh, Sefa Fatu, who's the son of Rikishi, is going to be taking on Alexander Hammerstone. Sick. Um, you also have Damian Drake, who is the No Limits champion, versus Greg Romero, and a person who I hate more than anything in the world and also love to hit uh, is Nick Bugatti. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Greg Romero. No, no, no. Greg, Greg Romero is my boy. I know. Uh, Nick Bugatti <laughs> is the exact opposite of my boy. Um, it. I, I, Bugatti, it, you're on fucking. We're calling you out, bitch. Yeah, if I if I were to die tomorrow, I would hope that somebody would resurrect me just to fucking hit Nick Bugatti <laughs> in the face one more time. Uh, after that, we have the one uh, percent versus the Soul Burners for the FSW Tag Team Championship, which uh, Soul Burners is Thomas Day and Ryan Taylor, um, who are both fantastic competitors versus a tag team that was made. In Future Stars Wrestling, that's absolutely killing it all over the West Coast. It's uh, Royce Isaacs and Jarrell Nelson. Shit. And those guys are fucking killer. Like, they are a fantastic tag team. I love tag team wrestling. Yeah, man. And, like, we, there's some good tag stuff going on. Uh, cash in the case ladder match. You got Remy Marcel versus uh, Joe Graves versus Ice Williams versus Clutch uh, versus two question marks. So and then the uh, the big thing with uh, that show is Douglas James won a tournament to crown the number one contender for the FSW No Limits Championship. And he will be facing TJ Perkins. Oh, shit. uh, For that match, uh, which is fantastic. Another thing that always happens every goddamn TJP. Absolutely. (laughs) Another thing that happens every year is going to be the. the Nick Bockwinkle Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah. Which um, my good buddy Silas Mason was a co-winner along with Dangerous <laughs> Devin Dixon. Um, the Mason-Dixon line, those boys won at first. And then uh, after that, I think that they had Chris Bay win, who's the current heavyweight champion. Chris Bay is amazing. Yeah. Oh, he's fan- he, he's another dude. He moved out here um, and he wanted to be a wrestler. And now he is not a wrestler. He is the wrestler. Right. Like he's the face of the company. It's fucking crazy. Absolutely. And then, uh, once again, you have the special attraction match of the following versus the Hater Nation, which is vying for who was the most dominant faction in Future Stars of Wrestling history. Hater Nation is at... 
fuck. Sucker free. It, it, it's a Leon hater. The original hater nation was Leon hater, Mr. Smith, um, legacy, sugar Brown and Kenny King. Okay. Yeah. So we're, yeah, yeah. we're going to be taking on Leon hater legacy and sugar Brown. Uh, Kenny King has, uh, some other business that night. I don't know if it's been announced, so I don't want to spoil anything. Well, as we all know, he's dancing for Chippendale. See that trip. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and I think that actually like his priorities have shifted. He's, he's mainstaying in ring of honor right now. Wow. So I think that his, uh, Chippendale days may be done, but I mean, it, I'm sure that, he, Sorry, ladies. <laughs> well, and he had the run on The Bachelor, uh, which was very good for him. Um, Kenny's an awesome dude. Like, I attribute uh, Kenny. He's definitely one of those guys, like, I haven't heard. Like, I've heard all sorts of bad things about you, but Kenny King? Yeah, man. Nothing. Yeah, man. Like, dude, I'm sure a lot of people have some salacious <laughs> things to say about me. But, th- yeah, Kenny is awesome. So the, the anniversary show is going to be fantastic. And... I will be appearing for a Arizona-based promotion before uh, the anniversary show just to make sure that I'm still able to do this uh, on the 14th called uh, it's Cactus League Wrestling. Oh, shit. And uh, they're bringing Juventud Guerrera out for that show. Hoovy? Yeah, Hoovy. <laughs> the juice is loose. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's there's so much stuff that's going on in Vegas now. And, I mean, honestly, like, Future Stars of Wrestling is really the company that – has made sure that all these things can kind of happen. It's it's a great like I remember when GFW was, did their shows out here. Yep. And FSW is highly involved. Absolutely. And like well, Remy again, Marcel, any, Jack Manley. Yeah. For sure. Uh Virgil Flynn, I mean rest in peace to that dude. He uh I think that he had a singles match against Kushida um for the GFW our GWF is GFW global, global force. Yeah. yeah. Um, who sells the gold? <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh man. The gold bars brother. That's, that was rough. Like maybe we should gloss that one over. That's, that's closed doors conversations with no microphones on Jeff Jared. Why are you trying to sell me these gold bars? I don't need these gold bars or your eight by 10 dude. Come on. What are you trying to do to me? But all the love and respect to Jeff Jared in the world. Um, hall of famer. Absolutely. I, 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 I'm actually a fan of his. And the uh, the pyramid scheme stuff was rough, though. His fucking, the amount of heat, dude. Oh, yeah, that's God real heat. Damn. Yeah. That's real heat. Fucking that's not, awesome. That's not fake heat. That's real heat. God, great. Yep. I'm, and he hit Beetlejuice with a fucking uh, guitar. Absolutely. And Gary Coleman. He can't. You <laughs> fucking live the life. <laughs> One can only hope. One can only hope. But yeah, man, like, I mean, it, it, it's crazy to me because I was born and raised in Vegas. I mean, I and I saw like things get started up out here like we had um, two other promotions that were running and unfortunately they were ill fated. Uh, FSW has stood the test of time. Yeah, it's all it, it's amazing because even I'll um, like try and check in on some of the, the shit back in Michigan. It's like so much of that shit's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just non-existent. Like I think Border City is still running, but it's um, Demore, Scott Demore's like jam. Like right. he runs that. So it kind of makes sense that that's still going. Right. And I think for a period of time, like it was like the farm for like TNA. Yes. Because I remember watching <laughs> Monty Brown versus... Abyss and a whatever bar. hat man, Money Brown Monty was Brown awesome. Was so fucking great, dude. Yeah, he was awesome. Like, 
I think there was like a death in his family, and he had to choose like, and he he chose to like take care of his sister's kids. Right, and just gave up wrestling. But man, he was fucking great. And that's admirable. Yeah, like I well, mean, that's su- super. That's admirable. And he he was fantastic, though. Yeah, he was really good. Oh, dude, he was so great. And Marcus Corvon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, he he had the promo down. Uh, the pounce was probably one of the coolest so fucking over. things. Coolest fucking things yeah. that I've seen uh, in a long time. Uh, yeah, he was definitely amazing. And man, let me let me look up some information just real yeah, quick. Did you did you check out any punk rock bowling at all? No, not this year. Once again, your family man. Yeah, your family man. So it's hard to get down. I um, it was the same weekend that uh, Double or Nothing was in. Yeah, it was like a, a packed weekend. Yeah. So for me, the only band that I was actually able to go see was fucking Murder City Devils. <laughs> and I was so fucking happy. <laughs> so fucking happy to see Murder City Devils. I'm just trying to... Uh, they've got to be from fucking Detroit. They've well, got to be. What's crazy is like the fucking hives were at punk rock bowling. Yeah. And I wouldn't consider the hives. Like I, I feel like I've seen the hives on like warp tour. Right. But like not, Okay, Warped they were Warped originally Warped founded in Seattle, Washington, but I mean, you, you hear Murder City, <laughs> you know, when you think that. But maybe, I automatically think of murder Seattle. in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, different type of murder in Seattle. But yeah, that I mean, fuck, man. Like, I didn't even know they were playing. And then I ended up finding out they were playing uh, yeah. Murder City Devils. And I like tickets were sold out. <sighs> and then I just like ended up walking in and I'm like, yo, man. Like, is it sold out? And the guy's like, yeah, it's sold out. And then some dude's like, you need a ticket? I'm like, yes, I need a ticket. He's like, how much you got? I'm like, 10 bucks. And he's like, all right, here we go. Shit. And he just gives me the ticket, man. And I mean, it was it was just fucking killer. It was so fucking awesome. I'm trying to think of the last concert I went to. It's, it's been a fucking long time. Yeah, man. Before that, I know I... I it might have been Miley Cyrus. It, fuck it. In the in the banger store. It was crazy. I, I, I saw Backstreet Boys with Greg Romero. I did. I saw yeah, it. Wasn't got, it his birthday? Yeah, it was It was for his birthday, and uh, we went backstage, and I fucking... I give every member of the Backstreet Boys a brother, like a brother, a head nod, and then handshake, uh, the honor and privilege handshake. We were... Uh, April and I were just talking about that shit, because it's like... Man, who would have thought that they would st- they would be the ones like still making fucking money? There, and like all of NSYNC is just like, well, where did you guys go? There's a killer documentary that's on uh, YouTube Red that I just put on in the background while making food. And it, fuck, what is the name of it? But it's about the dude that like curated oh, that, the that creepy guys. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole entire documentary, it's like mind blowing. It's fuck. What is mind that? blowing? Because he's in jail now. No, he's dead. <laughs> he, died. he 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 died. Uh, I think serving his sentence. Okay. <laughs> um, the name of the documentary is the boy band Con the Lou Perlman. Story. Lou Perlman. Yeah. And it it is fucking insane. Watching that, insane. Because I think Lance Bass came out and said some shit. Was like, yeah, he's a fucking real creep. Yeah, and that, there's like lots of like really really crazy things. And I never like if you would have ever told me I would have gone to a Backstreet Boys concert, <laughs> I would have fucking laughed in your face, dude. Like, there's no way. But going to that concert, like, I mean, like their stage presence is undeniable. Oh like, yeah, coming from a performance world, 
Um, not to say that I'm a performer, I'm a fucking pro wrestler, <laughs> goddammit, but I can appreciate performance, yeah. whether it's my cup of tea or not. Yeah. Uh, before the Backstreet Boys <laughs> concert, I saw the original Misfits reunion. Oh, fuck. Um, which In L.A.? Was, no, no, no. It was here. Was it? Yes. It was at the MGM. Where the fuck was it? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And that was like two or three years ago. And before yeah. that, I saw Ghost. And they I, were... Was that at Brooklyn Bowl? That one wasn't at Brooklyn Bowl. That one was at House of Blues. Fuck. Uh, I got all my shit crossed. <laughs> yeah. It, like, that was like years ago, though. But yeah. I, that was a killer fucking show, too. That's like... That's a stage show. Yeah. Like, it, that, that fucking band is crazy. I walked in as they were going on stage, and Perfect. it was just, like, exact timing. I went to a meet and greet earlier, and I actually found out when they were going on stage, <laughs> and the timing worked out per- perfectly. So, I got to hang out. Did you that bullshit? Yeah, I got to hang out with the nameless ghouls and Papa. <laughs> and then I'm like, yo, what time are you guys going on stage? And they're like, we're going on this time. I'm like, man, it's my brother's birthday, man. I got to go visit my brother. Visited my brother, said, thank you goodbye and then went <laughs> right to that fucking concert man uh i am ashamed to admit it but that's a thing that did happen wake up there you go but so yeah i mean i think that uh we, we've been chatting for about a, a, a good a hour an hour um slip an ad in here yeah what fucking pod coin yeah man what's pod coin I'll, I'll put it in the middle. Yeah. But Podcoin pays you to listen to podcasts. Yeah, like well, it's you, great. You got to explain it to me, and that's the ad. <laughs> so, Cody, have you heard about Podcoin? No. <laughs> so, you listen to podcasts. Yes. Why not get paid to listen to podcasts? What? It's simple. You have to be shitting. You me. download Podcoin. Podcoin. You subscribe to all your favorite podcasts, right? Okay. Frank Gulger presents, for example. Mm-hmm. Every time you listen, you accrue coins, and you could turn those coins into gift cards for some of your favorite things: Starbucks, Amazon, on your high-end keto. You get some black coffee. Yes. We get you some butter. You just throw that in there. I'm you just gonna eat a stick. Probably of butter. have to bring your own butter. Yeah. Um. You actually do have to bring yeah. your own fucking butter. <laughs> Starbucks. Starbucks will not provide you with butter. <laughs> Uh, or you can actually donate to uh, various charities they have on there as well. So if you use the code Franken, you get 300 coins for doing absolutely nothing. Um, so that's Podcoin. You can find that on the Apple Store. What do they call it for Droid? You have a Droid. Uh, the Google the Play Google Store. Marketplace. Yeah. Google Play Store Marketplace. You can be like me. And your phone does not work all day and have I, 86 messages. I'm going to actually download PodCoin right now. You should. It's great. Podcasts that pull, that pay. Yeah. All right. Install. There it is. So, uh, any other things that you need to uh, get <laughs> out of the way? That was probably a really good plug. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Yeah. You don't Fucking have to totally. inject anything no. into it, man. Just come on, man. What I'll do is I'll just put it in the middle. So, are you familiar with uh, Fleshner Games? No. They make a role-playing game called, uh, I believe, uh, Champions of the Galaxy. A good buddy of mine, James Freeman, is um, looking to spread the word about them. Um, let's Champions see. of... It's uh, Champions of the Galaxy. It's uh, Phil Singer Games. And F-I-L-S-I-N-G-E-R Games... Yeah, and it, here it is. Yeah, so they it, it's a role playing game, like wrestling based role playing game. Oh shit! They uh, they actually make real character cards for people as well as fantasy character cards. Um, like it's a really popular role playing game, and he's definitely trying to spread the word out about Fuck that. Yeah, 
So, and is he out that, of Vegas? Uh, no, my friend. He my my friend James Freeman is actually from New York. He's the uh, guy who used to be one of the head honchos at Fire Pro Club <laughs> way back in the day. So, and he's a huge supporter of mine. Um, so I, I recently help. got everything set up here. I can start doing remote interviews. Oh yeah, so we totally have to get him on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like he's looking to try to branch out yeah so and he's a super cool dude i'm down super cool dude i fucking love it big hp lovecraftian actually <laughs> looks a lot like the dude. Oh, shit it's even better like he stands as a lookalike for him <laughs> but yeah i mean aside from a uh, future stars wrestling school which i mean if anybody is interested in coming down and checking out a class i teach uh thursdays um from four to whenever like i said come down who are some of the uh, other instructors uh you have d'lo brown uh jake the snake roberts sin Bodie. um we get well hold on hold on let's call kazarni 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 formerly known as Porson. Kazarni, um <laughs> formerly known as bray wyatt's uh <laughs> stolen gimmick <laughs> i mean not, the, 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 bray wyatt's more of sin Bodie's stolen gimmick yeah um it, it's kind of a shame i mean i can't wait for bray to come out in a pig mask even yeah even um doc atrocity is another guy that i mean it's the parallels are uncanny yeah um it something's being bitten from somewhere uh i can't confirm or deny it but holy <laughs> fuck um it's uh it's pretty staggering i'll show you pictures man it's rough oh like uh i follow sin's wife yes and she Karen was Creek. she was going off yeah Karen, for good reason yeah fuck and man the there's some things that there's nothing new under the sun but then there's some things that hit a little bit too close to home yeah man whoo <laughs> yeah it's uh and I, I, I hate to even say it, but I mean, the Bray Wyatt stuff is entertaining, but when you that, know somebody that's doing it. So <clears throat> is it entertaining because the rest of the show is such garbage that might or be is it. it entertaining because it's entertaining? Brock party is pretty good. Oh, I fucking love it. Dude, man, I mean... It, Did you see the uh, real big fish? Yes. I, I literally saw that in my car. Or was it, it was, was like Goldfinger. They had, one, they had one where it was um, Sweet Dreams. Oh, shit. And it was the original version. And I just... Brock Lesnar is one of those guys that you look at him and you immediately would... How would you kill him? You, you couldn't kill Brock Lesnar. You, exactly. But if he, I had a chainsaw, I wouldn't try to kill Brock Lesnar. I'm afraid he would get it away from me. You also don't think that he would have a personality, but the dude is fucking oh, hilarious. Yeah, dude. He's having such a good time with it. Like, yeah. uh, like what? I think it was like two weeks ago when he was hitting Paul because he didn't know he had a year to cash on the contract. Yeah. Like, fuck, where, where's this guy been, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Come and, on. But even the suplex city bitch. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, when he threw that out, I mean, <laughs> man, like, and he just threw we, it out there. We were, that was the WrestleMania at, in San Jose. We were there, so we didn't fucking hear it. So, like, the next day we're watching around, we're like, what What are they even talking about? We had to, like, go back and watch again. And it was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's and the greatest tell, shit in the world. You can tell that wasn't a written line. <laughs> like, that just came out naturally. <laughs> and that's another thing, too, is is that um, going back to the John Moxley interview, when he's talking about, like, how everything just feels so contrived. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, in a world... Going out and saying a bunch of shit and being like, I have no idea what I just said. Yeah. Like, in, oh, th- th- this is something that you would do. No, it's not. <laughs> like, I wouldn't do that. You would love a pooper scooper. Yeah. That's... It's brutal, man. But yeah, so... Uh, in closing, uh, FSW 10-year anniversary, June 23rd, uh, Samstown Live at 5 p.m. Uh, come and... Samstown's a great venue for live wrestling, too. Oh, it, it is great. the venue for yeah. live wrestling in Vegas. Like... And everyone and their grandmother that tries to run out of Samstown is because they watched FSW footage. Yeah. PPW, Ring of Honor, like any anyone that sees Samstown, they want to run out of it. Yeah. So, but yeah, come down, uh, watch me have a wrestle, and uh, see if I stick around. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, man. I hope you do. Hell yeah. It's great. Uh, anything else? That's it. Uh, do you want to throw out any Instagram or anything? Uh, Cutthroat Cody on Instagram. Feel free to look up Cutthroat Cody on Twitter. I don't use it. <laughs> um, Cody Hancock on Facebook. And if you see me, um, feel free to buy a t-shirt at the show. I did print a few extras Hell just yeah. in case. I can't wait, bitch. Just in case. <laughs> um, and then after that, I will probably be releasing a um, a a limited edition line of uh, Cutthroat Cody shirts, but Sick. I'm going to keep that under wraps for now. Well, even though I just blew the lid on it. <laughs> the hundred people that listen. Absolutely. You should do some uh, throwback. Oh, th- th- that's the idea. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it's going to be a reimagining. <laughs> I, man, I don't know where they are, but I, I still have pictures. I think every so often when they come up in my memories, I tag you in them. Yes. Because it's like fucking however long ago. Who's that fucking guy? In the orange jumpsuit. I keep wanting to say nails. But it was, no, Alcatraz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Alcatraz. Yeah. Man, he, What a great match. He, it was, that shit was in a cage. He had a banger with uh, Tyshawn Prince. Yeah, the, the yeah, yeah. One. Uh, I, I think that he ripped his fucking groin in that match. Ooh. They did the um, the big bang off the top rope, the yeah. choke bomb. And yeah, like, I mean, com- Alcatraz completely destroyed himself, Fuck. man. But yeah, they, they had bangers for That's sure. great. If you're listening to this, Alcatraz, we miss you. Yeah, he just... Yeah, he, he retired. He He's done. He you can't fucking... He did Is everything. Tyshawn Prince still around? No, he also uh, came back to help me out during my last match with Nick Bugatti, but he's a family man. Like, he's taking care of Which, real life Which, as we shit. all know, fuck you, Nick Bugatti. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> but it, once again, if I die... Bring me back from the fucking dead with the reanimator fucking serum. <laughs> that fucking liquid green shit. The fucking you can sever my fucking head, inject me with the liquid green shit. Throw my decapitated head at Nick Bugatti, and I will fucking bite his larynx out. Please. On that note, for Cody, for Steve, this has been the I'm not so hurt everything podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe. Leave us a five star review. And on the Frank Culture podcast, we will read it no matter what it says. You fucking jerks. Thanks. Bye-bye.